A few weeks ago, at our confirmation ministry, we had an outside speaker come in and share with us her faith. I'm grateful for Jody, and she came in and she taught the kids prayers from her tradition. Part of our education here, faith education at St. James, is to expose our children to the wisdom of other traditions who also have sought God's connection and place in their lives. She shared the prayer that her mom and her dad taught her since she was a young girl. Every week they prayed the same prayers. And as an adult, she now leads those prayers with her own children. These are prayers that Mary and Joseph would have known. They taught them probably to the young Jesus. Jody is Jewish. And she shared with us the Shabbat prayers. Prayers that are said on Friday as the sun goes down and a new day dawns. A day of rest, a day of celebrating that God is present in our world. That God is a source of light and hope for people. She shared that when she lights the candles, she doesn't blow them out. I didn't know that, but that is a tradition of Shabbat. You don't blow out the candles. You let them burn into the night. You let them burn as long as they can, pushing light against the darkness of the light, the night. You let the candles burn. For as long as the candles burn, there is hope, there is light. She shared with me, how as a Jewish person living in Minnesota, this past year has not been a kind year. There has been a marked rise in hate towards Jews and towards those of other faith traditions. Hatred is an awful darkness. When it gets a hold of us, it makes good people do things they wouldn't otherwise think to do. The start of worship tonight, we had a beautiful confession. A time for saying to God that we love the works of darkness all too many times. And we have turned inward. We have turned away from the light of Christ in our living and instead, we go about our own agendas. We go about our own thinking. We forget God and our neighbor. That is darkness. We live in a dark time and world where people are at odds with one another. Where refugees cannot find a place of home. As they flee from war and oppression and violence in their homelands. They have a hard time finding a place of welcome. That is darkness. It is also darkness when we have to deal with issues of health in our family. 
when our bodies break down and the bodies of our loved ones no longer function the way that we wish they would. We find ourselves dealing with grief and sorrow. That is darkness. When the shepherds were in the fields that night, they knew what the darkness looked like. They had, been they had been used to dealing with darkness. They were always on the outskirts of town. They were always pushed to the side, not fully welcomed. Everyone might want to be a shepherd in the church Sunday school play. But in reality, the time of Jesus, a shepherd was the last one you wanted your daughter to bring home for dinner. Shepherds were outside the city. Those shepherds also knew what it meant to live under the oppression, the injustice, the brokenness of a foreign power that controlled their lives. Rome was not kind Although there was a peace, there was economic prosperity, but it came at a hard cost. And those on the bottommost rung of the ladder, they suffered it the most. And they struggled in the darkness. It was to them, these shepherds, these poor, lowly outsiders, that the light of Christmas first shined. The angels appeared in the sky, and the glory of the Lord lit up the sky. And in that moment, they were terrified. The thing about the darkness is we kind of get used to it. We kind of think that this is just the way life is with its struggles and its unkindness, its brokenness. We kind of put up, we try to survive in the darkness. Shepherds didn't know how to deal with the light. The angel said, do not be afraid. That's key. Do not fear. For the light of God shines in this night. The light of God shines. And you don't have to turn inward. You don't have to turn into a defensive stance. Because this is good news. A child. A child has been born. A child has been present. And that makes all the difference. The light shines in Bethlehem. A light of heaven. A light of hope. And when that light shines, we all of a sudden can see our face. We could see the part of ourselves that we don't really want anybody to see because it's broken, because it's kind of ugly. But that light shines in our face and it says to us that even in our brokenness, even in our darkness, there is the light of God. God's forgiveness, God's light is our light. We are not alone. We are not unloved. God shines light in our life and claims us 
with all our brokenness, with all our limitations and vulnerabilities and fears, God claims us as his own. That light is a powerful light. But it doesn't stop there. When God's light shines in our lives, we can start to see each other. We can start to see the face of those around us in need. We can see the face of those who look like us. We also can see the face of those who are different from us, whose experience and story and traditions are different. God shines the light in our darkness so that we can reach out to others, that we can love our neighbor as ourselves. That's a core part of Jesus' teaching. The good news, the gospel, is that God seeks to form a new community that goes beyond our tribe, that reaches out in love to connect people and bring people together. To forgive them, to put them back together, restore them for a new purpose. When the light shines in our darkness, we can see God. We can see God's kindness and grace, God's forgiveness. Not in some distant place, but right here. Shining our way, shining our path. Allowing us the strength and the courage to live. In just a few moments, we're going to be lighting candles and we're going to sing Silent Night. And that's a special time of our Christmas Eve services. It's a time, a sacred time, when we can joy, enjoy the beauty of Christmas. When we can share in that light of Christ. Now, after we get done singing and after the blessing, I will ask you to blow out your candles. This is for safety purposes only. But don't let your candle go out. Blow the candle out in your hands, but the candle that burns in your heart with the love of God, the joy of Christmas, let that burn. Let it burn so brightly that it inspires you to live like the baby in Bethlehem lived. Let it inspire you to see your neighbor, to seek God's forgiveness and renewal, and to be walking in God's grace. May the light that shines in the darkness shine your way. Merry Christmas. Amen.